Welcome back, everybody. Wicked Sources, I'm Mike, and we've got another addition to the Know Your Cannabis segment. Um, last few days, a few things uh, have happened, some worth talking about, notable, some kind of fun and interesting. So uh, the first thing we'll talk about is this giant brownie right here that I'm showing you. Um, that was really interesting. The next is uh, studies that are suggesting that uh, THC may not be all that great for sleep. I do have experience here, and we'll talk about that. Um, the next is why the banking uh, bill for cannabis didn't get passed in this recent uh, defense bill. Uh, very interesting, and I'm kind of wondering about that. This was supposed to be really, really important and a step forward. Why didn't they? Um, all this and more in this segment of Know Your Cannabis. If you find some value, smash the like for the algos. Sub if you want more. So let's begin with the fun stuff first. All right, first up, we have this Massachusetts-based cannabis operator unveiling the world's largest pot brownie. Look at the size of this thing. This is unbelievable. I would think if it's really dense, it can get thousands and thousands of people really stoned for days on end. Moving on. So this is the most important part here. Um, they're saying that THC may not be good for sleep. Let's try to understand where they're coming from. Uh, common assumption, cannabis users think that when they smoke weed, it will help them fall asleep and stay asleep. Scientists aren't really sure. So um, a scientist from the Rand Corporation is saying that this is an understudied but important area as many people are incre increasingly turning to cannabis for sleep aids. So she also believes that... Um, we lack the solid evidence demonstrating that uh, it can actually help. Um, there is some evidence that suggests it may not. So uh, the use of weed uh, could actually harm sleep. Uh, in this article and um, research paper that was published on Monday revealed adults who smoked 20 days or more out of the month were 64% more likely to sleep less than six hours and 76% of those were likely to sleep more than nine hours. Um, the optimal sleep for adults is defined by the CDC. The next bit here is also covering the same thing, but there was different data points they were, uh, they were providing, which the other one didn't. It included almost 22,000 adults between 20 and 59, and its data was gathered by the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. Um, representative, uh, it, it's considered representative of over 146 million Americans who consume cannabis frequently. Large population-based studies show that both short sleep and long sleep are associated with an increased risk of heart attacks and strokes, as well as the long-term progression of things like um, osteoclerosis, diabetes, coronary artery disease, and other major cardiovascular diseases. Um, like we've always been told, smoking is bad. Smoking anything is bad. And again, you know, CDC is uh, who determines or defines what optimal sleep is for adults. So that's an interesting study. Um, was also interesting to see that uh, that that specific data point wasn't included in the first article by CNN. I don't know why. Twenty two thousand adults from twenty to fifty nine were tested. Some with good results. Some with um, better results. And maybe some probably not so great results. Um, sleeping six hours might be normal for some. Nine hours might be normal for others. Um, it's 
really tough to tell from person to person and then habits as well. Um, I've done a lot of research between REM sleep and um, and THC, alcohol, nicotine, various other things out of my, my own curiosity. I'll speak about that in just a minute. But um, just like the RAND Corporation scientists said, more research. We'll learn more on the effects of uh, THC on the brain and uh, and specifically how it correlates to better sleep or not better sleep. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I understand that a lot of people believe that they're getting sleep. Uh, as long as they believe it and they're waking up refreshed, I mean, you know, what can I say? So to briefly explain the research that I discovered on REM sleep from chemicals uh, is simply that they're not good. When you get shit-faced drunk, you knock out you're not getting sleep. That's not REM sleep, and it's not good for you, uh, especially if you do that um, often. the The same would be said about uh, any other, you know, type of stimulant or psychoactive kind of uh, chemical, much like THC. Um, it's doing something to your REM sleep. It's, it's not good. I, uh, for a long time, couldn't dream. Uh, I've been smoking for so long. Um, for a long time, I would sleep in. Uh, more, you know, sleeping 10 hours sometimes, which is really unhealthy, unnecessary. Uh, I didn't understand why. I figured maybe it was depression or, or something. Um, but after doing a lot of research there, it was, in fact, the uh, the THC. So I stopped smoking weed before bed. It was simple as that. And uh, by the time the burnout feeling came around, I was ready to sleep. Uh, the first week was hellish, uh, but it got easier. I started dreaming again. I started remembering my dreams. I started getting uh, restful sleep at six to seven hours, and that seemed to be enough for me uh, to be very productive the next day. Big difference. So that's my experience, the research I discovered on that. Um, If we're trying to compare it to what the recent studies are showing, um, I would say that, uh, yes, it definitely has an effect on your sleep. For some, it might be positive. More research. So I'm going to take a quick break, collect my thoughts, and then we're going to come back and cover that last story, which is um, probably the most important one out of all of these. This episode is partly brought to you by GrassDoor.com. If you want cannabis delivered fast, GrassDoor.com can get it done in 45 minutes or less with over 500 plus products, daily deals, and all your favorites like flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, and concentrates, there is no better place to turn. Right now, you can save 25% on any order that's $30 and above if you use the coupon code ARK. That is all capital letters, A-R-K. Grassstore.com. Get your weed today. Anchor.fm. If you've ever wondered about starting a podcast, now is the best time. Anchor.fm allows you to record, add music, transitions, and so much more. They'll even help you distribute your podcast to multiple platforms, all automatically. Anchor.fm. Try it today. Okay, so here we are. Congressman slams Senate after cannabis banking was excluded from the defense bill. Why was it? Why was it? Excluded. A new version of a congressional defense bill does not include the cannabis banking reform following negotiations between the House and Senate. But the leader sponsor of the cannabis reform didn't go down without a fight, filing an amendment in committee to attach the 
cannabis language to the legislation, though he ultimately didn't insist on a vote. While the House passed its initial version of the National Defense Authorization Act in September with language to protect banks that work with state legal cannabis businesses, those provisions were not attached to a new bicameral deal filed on Tuesday. This latest iteration will now go through both chambers again before potentially being sent to the president's desk. Uh, Republican Ed Perlmutter... um, Oh, forgive me, no. Representative Ed Perlmutter, Democrat out of Colorado, chief sponsor of the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, didn't force a vote on the amendment in the House committee, but its last-minute introduction sparked an impassioned debate within the panel. At Tuesday's meeting, uh, Rules Committee Chairman criticized Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who had insisted that broad justice-focused cannabis reform should be addressed before passing something like the Safe Banking Act. Uh, In quotes, I don't really quite know what the hell his problem is, McGovern said, referring to Schumer, but what he's doing is he's making it very difficult for a a lot of small businesses and minority-owned businesses to deal with the issue of cannabis, to be able to move forward and to expand and to hire more people. Well, I mean, that says that, but why? The impact of this as a practical matter to not have the Safe Banking Act is incredibly dangerous. He said, adding that small businesses basically have to run a cash business. I even seriously considered saying, you know, we're just going to put it in and the Senate can deal with it. But the bottom line is if the majority leader in the Senate has this opinion and it's worth noting that the minority leader has a similar position in the Senate, they don't want this included. That's not the way the process works. How does the process work, ladies and gentlemen? Can we just get shit done that's sensible? Sensible legislation. It makes no sense because of the public safety aspect. Uh, You have heard the um, irritation and anger because people are getting killed. They're getting robbed. We've we've heard about this. Uh, Perlmutter announced his plan to file an amendment in the Rules Committee shortly after the next of the negotiated defense bill was released early on Tuesday. And this thing just goes on and on. Like many Americans, I can't uh, understand why the Senate is holding up uh, help for struggling small businesses, many of which are minority-owned, to leverage a bill that hasn't been introduced. This all-or-nothing approach obstructs chances to hashtag pass progress and enact critical cannabis reform. Um, then, I guess yesterday, for those disappointed in the Senate's inaction, know that there are many of us who continue to work across party lines to enact achievable and meaningful hashtag cannabis reform that'll build a bipartisan consensus on this issue and improve lives and livelihoods across the country. I mean, those are, those are nice words, but like when? Yeah, this is a very, very long article, and I just don't see anywhere here that's explaining to us why it's being held up. I don't understand if there was some kind of uh, some kind of issue with the wording or something. While Schumer has been adamant in his push to first pass comprehensive reform, like the legalization bill he's working on alongside Senate Finance Committee Chairman. He did signal that he's open to enacting banking reform through NDAA, 
if it contained social equity provisions? Is that the reason why? Did it not have social equity provisions? There you have it. Maybe that's why it's getting held up. Social equity provisions. I mean, what does that mean exactly? Um, What does that have to do with banking reform? Couldn't they write a separate bill or squeeze it into something else? Because that's really what it seems like at times. So a defense bill, which by the name may make you think it has to do with defense, but um, there's probably many other things in there that we have no idea about that do something. Something may be critical, something uh, maybe not so critical, but over time has a lasting effect. Uh, the same would be said in this situation. Fine. There's no provisions for what you know you want out of this bill or its p- proposal. Why not just go ahead and approve this and then push... Uh, those provisions into a different bill that's going to be passed somewhere down the road, weeks ahead, months ahead. Um, like, why? If it's that, you know, if the the actual term of the bill or the, the purpose of the bill doesn't really matter when you can jam just anything into it, um, other than defense, let's say, why couldn't we just push forward? This would help a lot of people. I don't think um, I don't think the uh, it's really understood uh, that well. But you, as a cannabis consumer who walks into a dispensary now, might have to pay with cash, and you wonder to yourself, well, why? It's been like this for a long time. Why do I have to pay cash? Believe it or not, even my industry is facing the same issues as a head shop. Because we carry Kratom and CBD and Delta-8 and paraphernalia for cannabis. And we're denied services too in certain areas of financial um, inclusivity. Don't get it, but I guess, you know, we're not supposed to. We're just supposed to enjoy the, uh, you know, the uh, stage act. So what do you guys think? Leave them down below, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.